Good evening, good evening on Sunday, November the 1st, 2020. Oh my word, we had phenomenal services this morning and great attendances wherever there was services right now. There's a six o'clock service in Franschhoek with Pastor Veerly and with Lanzel and them and we pray the blessing upon Franschhoek right now in Jesus' name. We are speaking in November month about a word that Jesus did. Follow me and I will make you. Now I want to take you because what I've discovered more and more and more, how longer people serve God, how less they want to receive something that can catapult them into a dimension of the greatness of God. Hell, I've said it over and over and over in meetings. God just got a plan A. He doesn't have a plan B, C, D, and E. And God has made up his mind about you. I used this morning the example of a screwdriver and I said, it was used to screw in screws or unscrew them. But we use them for a chisel to open tins of paint. Oh my word, to get weeds out of the, the lawn. And even it can be a murder weapon. So it's functioning outside what it was designed for. The same as us as God's people. New creatures in Christ were created by God for God. Revelation chapter number four. Now I want to help you tonight because as we speak, the thing that comes short in my short journey with God, and that's 51 years, this November at the end, I will be serving going in my 52nd year of serving God, going in my 47th year of ministry. That's a long time, but I've learned the thing that we try the most that we need to apply and we don't apply it is understanding. Wasn't the prophet Uzziah chapter 4 verse 6 that says, not because of a devil, not because of any situation, not because of COVID-19, not because of an economy failure, not because of war and earthquakes and floods and whatever the case may be. He didn't say that. He said, because of a lack of knowledge, lack of understanding, my people perish, God's people. Now the wise Solomon comes there in the book of Proverbs and he tells us something that we need to ponder on and we need to apply. Application is the thing. Action is the thing that we need to understand when we Know what Jesus said. Now listen what Solomon says. He says, he says, Proverbs chapter 4, 5. Get wisdom. What did he say? Get wisdom. Get understanding. Forget it not. Neither decline from the words of my mouth. God speaking through this man, Solomon. Now, Understanding 
is God's golden key to your significance. And if you can have understanding, not knowing only, but understand what it says, one person read the scripture or 10 people, and they will have 10 different explanations for the same scripture. While scripture does explain itself, (laughs) and he declares itself, and it explains itself. I don't need a big revelation. No, do what the word says. Because understanding is a phenomenal thing. What is understanding before we get into all these scriptures I want to read? Understanding is the ability to see through God's eyes, his perspective. Understanding is to hear through his ears, the ability to hear what God is saying right now. Understanding is the ability to feel as with his heart, to have the heart of God. Understanding is the ability to walk in his steps, (laughs) just as my father has sent me, John 20, 21, I sent you. See, that portion, people battle still. The people battle, by Twain said, he said there's two major events. The greatest events in any human being's life is the day when he was born and the day when he discovered why he was born. Now, I explained that in the two services I did this morning. You were not born just to float through life, drift through life, cruise through life and just, (laughs) my word, get old and die or have children become a grand. That's part of the bonus. You were placed on the face of the earth by God, for God, so that God can enjoy you. He's got a great plan for your life. Now, it's that plan. Propaganda is the thing that made Germany when... (laughs) Hitler came, it's through propaganda. We are the world, it's through propaganda. In the same trouble right now, even we worse now than ever before. Because people believe the emotions, the feelings, what they hear. And all the negative stories that's made up. Oh my word, when this hoax went round, it's going to be another lockdown to lockdown five and everything until the president had to come on the scene to explain it's a hoax. He didn't say it. And everybody was running and fear was tormenting them. See, until you conquer fear, fear will conquer you. Until you conquer that part of your life where fear wants to dominate, your life will go in the direction what fear is sending you. Now, what's the best way to demonstrate they have the fear factor thing on the television? People fear snakes and they fear this and they fear the neck. Then they put them in a tank with snakes and that's how they come over their fear. So help us, Jesus. So how do I demonstrate fear's defeat? By doing the opposite of what fear tells you. Fear is believing a lie from the pit of hell. Fear is the ability to put you in captivity, to make you a prisoner. Come on, somebody without bars. That's why you need to know 
Understanding is the ability to think with the mind of God. Oh, my word. Nothing will work out until you have the understanding about what is happening, who you are, why you were created, why you on the face of the earth, and what is your purpose. I got results of many texts people saying, thank you for this morning's message. Thank you, you helped us. Thank you, it was encouraged. And that's people that went through the mull in life. That's what Jesus said. The words I speak are what? Life. Now he said, man shall not live from bread alone, but from every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. I need the word. I need the word. I need the word. And it's the word that's going to carry. When everything fails, the word will remain standing. The prophet Isaiah came in. Isaiah chapter 48 and 16. Come near to me and listen to this. I have not spoken in secret. See, everybody that got that secret revelations, this contradict. Oh, God told me something and I'm not supposed to tell nobody what's going to happen in the world. No, it is not the truth. He says, I have not spoken in secret from the beginning. From the time that it happened, I was there. And now the Lord God has sent his spirit, Holy Spirit, in and with me. (laughs) Thus says the Lord, your Redeemer, the Holy One of Israel, I am the Lord your God, who teaches you to profit, P-R-O-F-I-T, to be prosperous, who leads you in the way that you should go. Now, listen very careful. That's God speaking. So God tells us he doesn't do things in the secret because he tells the prophets and the Bible says God does nothing unless he consults or he tells the prophets and they release it. Here's a prophetic word. And then God reveals his will. He says, who leads you in the way that you should go, who teaches you to profit. Now, that's just phenomenal. In other words, God's desire is he wants to lead you the direction you and I should go. Then Jesus came. Now, here in Matthew chapter 4, and Jesus said something so powerful. He says in verse 19, and he said to them, come after me, in brackets amplified, I'm reading, as disciples, letting me be your guide. Doesn't that sound familiar familiar that we was just reading in the book of Isaiah? Follow me and I will make you, I will make you. Fishers of me. It starts first. I need to follow before he can make me. That's why with this theme this month, we, we use follow me and I will make you. I will make you what? I will make you to profit. 
I will make you victorious. I will let you understand you are a king, a priest, a prophet. You are an overcomer. You are a world changer, a history maker. I don't say these things as cliches. I mean it because it's in the word. God depends on you. You can do it. Heaven, believe you can. It's the propaganda, the parable of the sower. It's the worries of the world. The worries of this life, says the parable of the sower that wants to come and get the word. He wants you unfruitful. And then he comes with the cares of the world and everything that goes with it. What? So that he can choke the word out of you. Because no word, no power, no word, no victory, no word, no prosperity, no word, no salvation, no word, no breakthrough, no word, no healing. Come on. If there's not the word, and I try to base my life on other things, it will only last for a time. I need to discover I was born for a divine purpose to fulfill something that God has directed us. And he says, come, let me teach you the direction you must go. Here Jesus said, now we've got God, now we have Jesus saying the same thing. He says, follow me in King James and I will. So its action is involved. It doesn't help. I hear the word and hear the word and hear the word and hear the word and I don't do something about it. I need to apply the word. I will read you something in James that opened up for me this week. Now Jesus said that. Now John comes and he said, now Jesus is ready to ascend in heaven, to be crucified and then ascend and all this stuff. And then in John chapter 16, Jesus made a powerful, powerful thing. So we have the Father, we have Jesus the Son, and now we have what's the function of the Holy Spirit. Just to get goosebumps. No, it's part of it. Just to fall over. No, it's wonderful. I did. Just to break through in laughter. I had laughter experiences. Just to see the gold and the oil and the mat. I have seen it by the grace of God. There's a reason you are a carrier of glory and a carrier of his presence. And the instruction came, follow me. I need understanding. Jesus said, the Holy Spirit, verse 13. The spirit of truth. Whenever the Holy Spirit communicates, tells, bring forth a prophetic word, it cannot be partial truth it cannot be no truth it must be the full truth because when he the spirit of truth the truth giving spirit comes he will guide you into what into all the truth the whole the full truth for he will not speak his own message on his own authority but he will tell whatever he hears from the father He will give the message that has been given to him and he will announce and declare it to you the things that are to come that will happen in the future. He will honor 
and will glorify me. Jesus speaking. Because he will take off or receive or draw upon what is mine and will reveal, declare, disclose, and transmit it to you. Oh, my word. In verse 15, everything, say everything, everything that the Father has is mine. That is what I meant when I said that he, the Spirit, will take the things that are mine and will reveal, declare, disclose, transmit it to you. Now, isn't that phenomenal? You have the whole Godhead, three in one, (laughs) God in everything, communicating the same thing. I want to teach you to profit. I want to lead you the way you should go. That's why I always listen to prophetic words. Do you hear something about God's dream, God's assignment, God's plan in it? Or do you just hear what people want to hear? And I am sorry to say this, but we are living in very perilous times. And the word that Paul addressed Timothy is as true as the Lord now in fulfillment. People have a form of godliness, no power. Come on, people. Their love will wax cold against God and against each other. We live in that time. It's the Bible. It's not good stuff. It's not a law. It's in the Bible. That's why we need to be very cautious to protect our hearts more than anything because out of your heart flows the issues of life. Most people waste their lives. Gustav, what do you mean? Because they waste their lives. God says he gives us a choice. The word brings the division between what propaganda says, the devil says, the people says, the national world says, and what God desires for you to experience. Now, even when Jesus quote John 10, 10, that was not in the most phenomenal times. That was in a time of persecution. Here Jesus came. He preached the message of the kingdom of heaven a place one day there, and the kingdom of God, how to do it. And then he had three groups of people. He had the crowds that were following him. That was the major lot. Big churches, we have a big church. There's crowds. Not everybody is in the third one. Then they had communicators, those people that always find fault looking for a reason to expose Jesus, to stone him, to crucify, to do something. The communicators, they always had something negative to say against Jesus' assignment. Even Mary, the the sisters of Lazarus said, they accused him. If you were here, this wouldn't happen. said, man, I am the resurrection and the life. She thought one day there, but he was talking about now. And then you have the group that is looking for, even in this age and generation, the followers. That's why he said, follow me as disciples. (laughs) A disciple is a learner. Somebody who are willing to learn how to do life. We have customs and 
Uh, every nation got their own way of doing things. And not one nation's custom is the same. Now, our South African custom is completely because, you know, uh, the Bura are people and, and they can be interesting people. But when we come to Christ, we have a new culture, heaven culture, the kingdom culture, God's way of doing that. That's why Jesus said in Matthew 6, 33, Seek ye, become a seeker. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and its righteousness. Find out how God is operating. Find out God's way of doing things. Find out because he knows the end from the beginning, Isaiah 46, because he knows that how it's going to end. He knows everything. And he gave us the word, the light and the lamb. As we travel, <laughs> he gave you the sword of the spirit and the shield of faith to quench every fiery missiles, every dart of the enemy, so that you will always be victorious. Come on, people, listen. God's way of doing things is so important. Now he gave us the choice. He said, you choose. You can choose, listen, to understand. How do I get that? By being led by the Spirit and by studying the Word. What's the, what's the qualities when I'm led by the Spirit? Galatians chapter 5. The fruit will be present. What's the, uh, the qualities when I'm not led by the Spirit? Galatians 5. The fruit of the flesh. Oh my word. That's why carnal people will never understand the things of the Spirit. And you are a spirit. You live in this body. You possess a mind. You're three-dimensional. And God demonstrate the spirit part, the natural part, the renewed mind part by saying, follow me. I want you to profit. I want to prosper you. I want to advance you. I want you to live that life that I have designed for you. And then Jesus said, follow me as disciples. Let me direct your way. Let me guard you. Let me give you direction. And then Jesus said, the Holy Spirit is the spirit of truth that will always lead and guide you in all truth. Oh, and I believe in the Holy Spirit. I believe in the spirit of God can move like the day in Pentecost. And we've seen it and it never stopped. It's still happening. But revival first start in us before it happens in the building. Oh, my word. Otherwise, I can go where it happened. And if my heart doesn't change, I will remain the same through all the meetings, through all the hand on legs. And I believe in all that and all the slain in the spirit. But it will never change you until you make the decision that you're going to be the person that's going to follow Jesus as a disciple so that he can direct your footsteps. Now here, <laughs> James came with a word. Oh, my word. And when James tells us, he says, don't only be hearers of the word in James chapter number one. He says, don't be only hearers of the word. He said in verse 22, but be doers of the word. Obey the message. Obey the message. 
Follow me and I will make you. A lot of people first want to be made and then they make their own thing, but they don't follow God's direction, God's divine order. When a moment, when I move out of God's divine order, I create disorder in my life. I can preach, I can sing, I can play music, I can even heal the sick, says the Bible. But if I'm out of order of God, I'm in that disorder, there will come a day. Go away from me. I have never known you. Scary thought. Now this is important for us to understand what we, he said here. He says, and not merely listeners, listen to it, betraying yourself into deception by reasoning contrary to the truth. That's building up a stronghold in your mind. God says this, but you reason with that, and now you're building something up in your mind contrary to the truth I've learned. If God gives me instruction, give money, do this, give a car away, do that, I do it immediately because I'm not going to walk with a stronghold with reason and logic and then I want to get in the calculators, and then I want to investigate, and then I want to know, and then I'm disappointed, and then, I, no, I don't do that. I just follow the instruction. Whatever people do after that is their own business. I followed the instruction of God. For if anyone listen, now here's the, the thing, to the word without obeying, if anybody I have sat with pastors, with people, with leaders, sometimes I sat in a group and I share something and they say, yes, 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 but I know they don't understand and they're not going to apply. They agree with everything, but they're not going to do the word that came to them. Oh, my word. And then they do it Frank Sinatra way, my own way. Never forget ownership. You are his possession. He owns you. He redeemed you. He purchased you. You cannot just do it. That's the one thing about the Pentecostal. And I'm a Pentecostal. I'm a charismatic. Everybody wants to preach. Everybody wants to have open airs. Now I'm with that. But if it doesn't develop disciples or add daily to the church, I'm out of order and I create disorder in my life. The grace God gave me that all my family are serving God, my children and my grandchildren. I had this balance in my mind. I will do things according to the word that will impact them to bring them hope so that they can have hope for the kingdom of God to do it God's way and have greater results. He says... If anyone listen, only listens to the word without obeying it, so there's a possibility I can listen to a message, I can listen to somebody preaching, I can have libraries full, and I am not obeying what I've heard. It's amazing how people can obey other stuff. There's a person coming to our services, he doesn't even believe in God. Now we start with, after the third, fourth service. He, 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 he said for 2,000 years in our culture, they cannot prove there was a God. 
This morning he skipped the service. He sent me a text. Will you excuse me? And will it be okay if I don't attend the service today? I said, my Lord have mercy. He's better than people serving 200 years God and 100 years and 60 years who just stay away for anything. A cold, a sneeze, a cough. Now, I, I understand that with the COVID thing. Or fear, or somebody made them angry, somebody step on the ingro toenail. You see, that's not how we're going to win the world. Because people are living in survival mode. I've seen it. It's a great concern in my heart this whole day. I was thinking, even we had visitors and everything. God, give me the strategy. How do we pull people out of survival mode? That we will not just be a bunch of religious people in a building, but that we will impact a nation and the communities of the world. This is what James says. If you only listen to the word without obeying it and being, without being a doer of it, listen, He's like a man who looks carefully at his own natural face in a mirror. For he thoughtfully observes himself and then goes off and promptly forgets what he was like. But he who looks carefully into the faultless law, the law of liberty, and is faithful to it, faithful to the law of liberty, the word knowing the truth brings freedom from fear, from carnality, from anger, from grudges, from unforgiveness. Come on, somebody. From a weak spirit, from come always being guilty and distracted and have action. It brings freedom. We need people that can be free in South Africa. Out of the 59 million, they say there's 85% Christians. That's more than 40 million Christians. Why don't we move this nation with the gospel? That's the power of God. Because people only hear, but they're not listening. And because they're not listening, they're not doing. We're comfortable in our comfort zones by, oh, in 19 foot sack, they did that. When Jan van Riebeek arrived with the Titanic in 1652 in April, <laughs> the Titanic didn't exist that time. But people say, <laughs> the, our minister said that when Van Riebeek arrived with the Titanic. <laughs> yeah. Listen, then we are in that culture thing, captive in a thing. I remember when I was a child, there was great, this havoc that's going on, goes on for years. But between the Afrikaans speaking in English, the Afrikaans refused to speak English. They saw them because of what happened during the war times. And then the next thing happened. There's always something that keeps us captive that we don't want to move and realize I am designed by God, created by God, formed by God for God's purpose. I belong to him. Because everything starts in him. Now my time is over and I want to come in for a land. He says, he says, but he who looks carefully into the faultless law, the law of liberty, freedom. That means there's obedience involved and is faithful to it. 
and perseveres in looking into it. Be not a heedless listener. But listen, here's the thing. Who forgets but an active doer. Did you hear the word active there in the Bible? Action, active doer. A what doer? Not to sit on the fence and say, oh, I heard. I'm doing it here from my stoop and from a rocking chair. No, an active doer. There's action involved. He says, who obeys? Amplified. He shall be blessed in his doing, in his life of obedience. The King James says, in the work, when he works the word, he will be blessed. That's scary. Because the word has been given to build you up, to strengthen you. It's for correction. It's for direction. It's to make you a giant that God believes you are in. Because God called you. Say, I am called. Say again, and in the whole of November, we want to get to action and to your calling. Because Ephesians chapter 1, 11 in the message translation says, It is in Christ that we find out who we are and what we are living for. Who we are and what we are living for. I'm just living to be a grandfather. No, we've got six grandkids. They start at the age of 26. They go down to the age of 10. My word, when Kayla was born, (laughs) and the doctor said, who's the grandfather? Somebody was with me. I got such a shock. I said, he is. Because the name grandfather, Opa, sounds like an old person getting ready (laughs) for the undertaker or the upper taker. But what an honor it is. But that's not the reason we're here. Yes, God blessed us. But we're here to make a difference in the nation of South Africa and the nations of the world. You hear me speak for this last six, eight weeks. You are called to be a world changer. I said again and I said it in the beginning. It's not cliches. God Depends on you. He could have used angels. But he chose you above angels to live out God's dream. And it starts by understanding. It starts by listening. Not hearing only. We've heard thousands upon thousands of scriptures and messages. And we, you can go on TV and go on your Google and wherever. And you have so many messages. But does that message change you? It's amazing how negative stories can sweep over people. We're more sensitive. COVID virus, you cannot see it with the natural eye. This morning when I was serving the communion in a little plastic bag as requirement, in a little plastic cup sealed and sterilized, I was thinking, my word. Something you cannot see. Propaganda. Now it is there. People that die of it. Controls the whole world. And where the Christians are supposed to rise up and say, we had enough of this. COVID-19, we rebuke you. When they contact us about the storm, the hurricane, this last one. Now in Louisiana, I didn't say change the route. I said, we rebuke it. And it became a storm too. (laughs) Think one person died, maybe. Yeah, people die 
when we have normal rain. But we have the authority to command it to cease and stop. You have that. We have authority to heal the sick, cast out devils, raise the dead. Oh my word. No weapon formed against you is supposed to prosper. We have the authority, but you cannot mix fear and faith. Half believe what God says and half believe what the devil says. You're either for the one or the other one. You need to rise up and say no weapon. I'm standing on the word of God. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego said, you can heat up the fire seven times more. My God is a jealous God. He's not going to like it when we compromise. If we die, we die, but we're not going to give in. <laughs> That's where God wants you. You're marked by God, called by God. That three enemies that we were speaking week after week, Guilt, distractions, and excuses will be continually the weapons the enemy use against you were created for God, by God, that God can enjoy you and that you can love him because he loves you unconditionally. This whole thing brings us to the conclusion Follow me, then I will make you. You are called. You are designed by God. Call, if you're not going to live your calling, you're going to just cruise through life, be in survival mode, and never live up to the fullness of what happened on Calvary. The question we ask and answer this morning is, why am I here? You called for seven things. You were created for seven things. You hear the perfect number. And because you are called by God, it's not the government, not a president, not the army. It's not a person called you. It's the eternal God who called you by your name. And say, you are mine, follow me, and I will make you. In that context, Jesus said, fisher of men. In the context of the whole context of scripture, I will make you everything that Jesus paid for, that God designed you for, so that you will always be victorious, overcomer, and a champion. Gustav, what do you try to say? Can I be harsh tonight? Stop living from the outside to the inside. Start living from the inside to the outside. Greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world. That means if the great I am lives in you, and I have the understanding that I was reading earlier before the service started or while the service in the beginning. Start living in that understanding because wisdom is the principal thing. There's no medicine, no liquids you can drink for stupidity. The word has been given to change me, not to gather information more, to have more knowledge. 
but to change me more into his image, that the world can see Jesus, the resurrected Christ, in and through me. Jesus had to demonstrate. There were people 22 times in the four gospel, Jesus said, follow me. 22 times. In the gospel that we've been reading out in in Matthew, this is amazing. How many times Jesus said, oh my word, seven times, just in Matthew, follow me. The root young rich man came to him and said, what must I do to inherit the kingdom? And Jesus said, keep the commandments and Now he summed up the commandments, love the Lord your God with all of your heart, all of your mind, all of your strength, and love your neighbor. He said, all these things I've been keeping from my youth. That's why he was rich. He put God first, and then the Lord said, you have one problem. I wish God can just say, Gustav, there's just one thing short with you. Because he had so many possessions, he no longer... Possessed, it possessed him. He said, go and sell what you have and give it to the poor and follow me. And this young man became heart so fearful, disappointed, and he couldn't do it. And then Jesus said, people who trust on things, people who trust on their bad experiences, I paraphrase, people who trust on all the negativity, well, Gustav, the whole world. You're in this world, not from this world. As he is, so are you, says the Bible. You have world overcoming faith. 1 John chapter 5, verse 4. You have world overcoming faith. You can conquer the world by having understanding about God's wisdom presenting to you every week in the form of preaching, in the form of the word, so that you will have the mind of God, operate like God, do it like God, and have the results like God. That's what God wants you to demonstrate. John 10.10, we quote that scripture, the B-phrase so easy. I have come that you might have life. (laughs) Zoe. The life as God has it right now. God is not in fear. He doesn't sit there and think, oh my, I say it with great respect, that I take a vitamin C for, or that I drink that buchu tea or that buchu brandy. No, God does Where God is in the dimensions where God lives, it's a fearless place against the forces of darkness. Fearless. That's where God wants you. Because the enemy cripple. If you know how many people backslid and angry with God now. And then you get the people out of the mainstream churches. We're hungry for God. We need God. We love God. We want to serve God. We want to be baptized. That's what we do. They baptize people and they do all kinds of stuff. In this time frame, when the world thinks they have control. No, you are in control. Because you are controlled by the Holy Spirit. God's sovereign spirit. The spirit of the sovereign Lord is in you and upon you. Paul says that you may know and understand the hope of your calling. 
You are called. You are handpicked. You are chosen. <laughs> oh, my word. That's what Ephesians chapter 1. Now, we can preach out of Ephesians chapter 1 for years. The same scripture with so much depth. And that's why James came and he said, if you work the word and you don't forget, you, you start working the word, then you won't betray your own heart. The word says one thing, you believe it, but your mind says another thing and your mind takes control over your life because your circumstances tries to dictate. I said to somebody this afternoon, they said they believe in God for a major breakthrough. I said, God can do it. I had to trust God for 6.8 million <laughs> to pay the staff and the buildings. And, and we're still in the process of going to do the, 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 the things thing. Now, that's without that. But I've seen what God can do supernaturally because we have to believe the word above what the world dictates. Let the hotels close and businesses. God can create a job opportunity. Companies even can create their job just for you. And God bless Egypt for one man's sake, Joseph. That's why when famine came, Joseph handled it. And Egypt didn't know a heathen nation because of one man. God can bless a nation because of you. God can change everything in this nation around because of you. John G. Lake in the 1918 flu, when people died like flies. We didn't even have people died in, and this was in South Africa. They died like flies. Well, he worked with protect. No, please, I don't say Gustav said. Then when the people came here and the medics and say, how do you do it? Blood came in his hands of the patients who just died, and they put it under the microscope. The blood before it was in his hands, then you see the germs. After it was in his hands, then every germ, every virus died because he believed in the word of God. The same God of John G. Lake is your God. The same God of Smith, Wiggle Smith tonight is your God. The same God of Peter and John and Paul Come on, somebody, he's your God. And he says, you can do it. The enemy tries to poison people's minds to have limited and survival mode. What's the sign? I'm in survival mode. At the end of the day, you're so tired to live and to make ends meet. And I use the example, you like a bucket with so many holes in you keep on pouring everyday water in, but the water runs out and you keep on to just keep yourself going. That's when you're in survival mode. Stop that holes that you are leaking out. First miracle Jesus did, what did his mother tell the people? Just what he tells you to do, do it! That's where the key is. Follow me, Jesus. As disciples, let me direct your way and I will make you. This people didn't know about fishers of men. They were hard trained fishermen. They know a fish, a thing with a beak and 
that you need to catch with a hook. They didn't know what species of men. But the ones that followed impact the world. What do I need to get? Say understanding. Because wisdom is the principal thing. And when I understand what God says, oh, here's why Solomon, he says wisdom is the market or, or the master secret of life. Proverbs chapter 4 verse 7. That's wisdom. Wisdom goes with understanding. With following. Determines your wealth. It determines your favor. It determines your health. It determines your success. Wisdom is the golden gate to greatness. Wisdom is the mysterious magnet for miracles. Wisdom is the unseen persuader in negotiations. Pastor Jeff, after he did the, the declarations, he said, I want to testify. They cut his salary, but he got more money in from different sources than his salary. That's when God's wisdom operates through you and you don't operate. I know of people that gave them. I, we gave ourselves out of fear, gave ourselves out of calamity and watch the givers, watch the people who have faith, how they're going to move in greatness. They say the liquor store make more money now than ever before. So don't tell me there's a shortage and people are, yes, people are suffering. But people try to drown, oh my word, their sorrows. Do you remember the story when this preacher was on the pulpit and teaching the Sunday school class and he had a, a, a container with liquor and another container with water and he first put the worm in water and the worm was performing. And then he put the worm in liquor, in alcohol. And within seconds, the worm died. And he said, who can tell me what is the thing about liquor and water? And a young boy stood up. He said, sir, it shows you if you drink liquor, you'll never have worms. <laughs> That's not what it meant. Oh, my word, when we were children, children had to, uh, what did we call at that time? They have to, every Saturday, they drink some Epsom salts and because children had worms and then they gave us bread that was dipped in wine to kill the worms. <laughs> That's many years ago before all these modern things came. Wisdom is the unseen persuader in negotiations. Wisdom is the unstoppable weapon of winning warriors Say, I am the Christian the devil warned you against because I'm a barrier breaker. That's what you are. Wisdom is the only weapon needed to win any war. You need wisdom to break through where you are right now. People say, pray for me for financial breakthrough. Are you a giver? No, I cannot give. Well, how do you want God? God cannot bless a stingy person. He cannot bless thieves. That's the Bible. He says, the whole nation robbed me. They robbed me of what? In the tithes and offerings. God doesn't need money. Everything belongs to him. But that's the sign I have conquered the money issue in my life when I become a giver. 
Listen, wisdom is the only weapon needed to win any war. Wisdom is the bridge from poverty to prosperity. Wisdom is the golden key to recover from any crisis in life. Wisdom is the law of God. (laughs) That's why applied it accurately. Wisdom, understanding. Wisdom is the scriptural solution to any problem. And that's why you need to ask the Lord for wisdom. Knowledge I get from studying the word. Understanding I get from studying the word and apply the word as God said it, not somebody else's interpretation. But the Bible says, ask the Lord for wisdom. Now tonight, this first Sunday is over in South Africa, still in America, morning and in other countries, but in Europe and here, it's going into nighttime. I want to pray a prayer. And that prayer is that you make a quality decision, come high, low water, come whatever. I am going to obey the voice of God of follow him as a disciple, as a learner, as somebody to learn how to live life significantly. Listen, so that you can manifest the greatness of God on the face of the earth. God doesn't see you weak. God doesn't see you defeated. God doesn't see you poor. God doesn't see you in calamity. He sees, that's the natural aspect. He sees you from his, the finished work of Calvary, victorious, overcomer, every need met. If you apply the word, Joshua, just meditate the word day and night. Don't let this word depart from your mouth. Then you will be prosperous. Do the word in everything you do. God wants you to do it. And Joshua, without the blood, had to depart the river Jordan so that the Hebrew children can possess the land. The land God has in store for you. There's aliens, illegal immigrants living there. The land of healing, the land of joy, the land of salvation for your whole family the land of prosperity, the land of peace. Come on, somebody, and you need to possess it. How does it start? By Jesus' words. Follow me, and I will make you. It starts with that choice. I'm going to follow him with everything of my life, and he will make me. The finished work of Calvary already paid it. Oh, my word. And if you want to be included in this prayer, oh, hallelujah, join this prayer. A prophetic word went out uh, this week during the Keys of Faith where God said, this is the turning around. This is the situation. My God, we're not going to be defeated. We're going to be victorious and overcomer. And you're going to see what's going to happen in America with elections. Mr. Trump is going to win. Now, I know a lot of people switch immediately off. I'm telling you, God's going to turn that nation, powerful nation, around. But this nation is going to have a breakthrough (laughs) like we've never seen. It's the no-namers that's going to come to the front to impact the world. If you don't know Jesus tonight and you say, Gustav, I need Jesus. I'm a sinner. Forgive me, my sin, Lord Jesus. Pray this prayer. Wash me in the blood so and put my name in the book of life so that I can qualify. I want to follow you that you can make me. And Father, I say thank you right now. 
We repent if we've been rebellious and stubborn and fighting and try to do it our way and my way and not God's way. We repent of that tonight in the name of Jesus from now on. It's only your way, God. How are we going to do it? Because your way carries the guarantee tonight of great victory. <laughs> Hallelujah. In the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you that by your stripes I have been made whole. I'm healed. I'm set free. I'm no longer a captive of sickness, a captive of disease, a captive of poverty, a captive of anxiety, a captive of the depression and whatever. I come out of that right now in the name of Jesus. Because the great I am lives inside of me by the power of his spirit. And I thank you for this great victory. I thank you every need will be met. I'm out of debt. Say it for yourself. Oh my word, there's plenty more to put in store. I'll become a channel of blessing. That blessings can flow through me. So that we can build the kingdom of God. Like never before. Impact more. Feed more. Change more lives. For God's glory. Say Lord Jesus. I know you could have chosen angels that will not argue and not fight and not reason and not work with calculators and logics and budgets. But you chose me. What an honor, God. Tell God, say, what an honor, Lord. Say, it's an honor that you chose me. He chose you. Say, when I say the me word, I don't mean Gustav. I say you. You say your word. <laughs> Josie and, 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 and Peter and whatever your Chris, whatever your name may be. Say your name there, God. You have chosen me. I'm going to live up to it. Never to be defeated again. But to live the victorious, the overcoming life. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. Hallelujah. Gustav Detroit from Loftal International from the Western Cape. Oh, my word. Don't forget tomorrow, the keys of faith from Monday to Saturday. Tomorrow night, the Zoom meeting with Pastor Emmy where people pray. But don't forget the Jesus Disciple 12. Be trained. Be equipped to be a follower of Christ. And the Power School of Leaders and Power School of Ministry tomorrow night, 7 o'clock, number 4 Eagle Street. Wednesday morning, 9 o'clock, the leadership session at the Hadassah Hotel, 105 Wapnick Street, Peerless Park East, Cryfontein. Then Friday night, all the young people, hallelujah, do it young people. Then next Sunday morning, the 8 a.m. service, and we broadcast that service for Cape Broadcast. And then the 9.30 uh, English service at number 4 Wapnick Street and the 9.30 so these two services at 9.30 the one in Bonnie Bray uh, in Afrikaans and then all the 10 o'clock services in Afrikaans LWPC and the hotel and wherever they have the services and then the 4 o'clock service in Wellington then the 6 o'clock service in Franschhoek and the 6 o'clock live broadcast God bless you we love you love the victorious life. That's who you are. God bless you.